I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. If you listened to Monday's episode, you heard about some of the things that are going on in Rome right now, and most of all, our opinions about them and whether or not the reopening of restaurants and particularly the re-socialization of Italians might cause future problems. So we discussed that at length on Monday and we, we thought a lot about that. But I thought that today I would do something a little bit less opinionated and just give you sort of a rundown of the rules of the moment. So if you're living in Italy and you just need to know what exactly can I do and can't I do and what is it going to be like when I go out into the world again, or if you're somewhere outside Italy and just curious how the phase two is going on here because you might have a phase two coming in your near future, then that is what this episode is going to try to answer. So some of this is based on my own personal experience or my husband's experience, the things that we have noticed and come into contact with in the past couple of days. And other information is just what I have found doing a little bit of research. So first I want to talk about gyms. Today actually is the first day my husband went back to the gym. I have not been myself, but he gave me the lowdown on what is going on in Italian gyms. And the main thing is that you actually have to book to go to the gym. You have to reserve. There's a special app that you use, and there's only, at least in our gym, which is, I would say, a medium-sized gym on Italian standards, only six people can be in the main open space at a time. So not only do you have to book in advance and you can't stay for more than an hour, you also cannot wear your normal, ordinary workout shoes into the gym. You can only wear sneakers that only are used indoors. Uh, You have to wipe down pretty much everything that you touch uh, from the barbells to dumbbells to the different machines that you use. And obviously it is required to anytime you're going to be lying down or sitting down on anything to use a towel. Most people already do that. But now every single thing you touch has to be wiped down with a special solution that they have. You're not permitted to use the showers. You are permitted to use the dressing rooms. In fact, they require it. Even if you come in your gym clothes and leave in your gym clothes, you have to leave your things in the dressing room and of course change your shoes you do not need to wear masks while you are inside you do have to have a mask with you and you have to have it sort of near you on your person in your pocket in a plastic baggie or something that you can put it on if you need to but you don't have to wear it when you're working out luckily now Aurelio goes to karate school that is supposedly going to be opening up next week and All of the students, whether they're children or adults, have to arrive and leave in their karate uniform, so they cannot get dressed there. Parents are not allowed to wait inside. Luckily, it's good weather, uh, but we'll, we'll have to wait outside, and everyone must have masks when they come in. But again, they're not required while you're actually having class. Now, um, museums, 
As you may have heard on Monday's episode, I was very excited about visiting Borghese Gallery. That was supposed to happen on Sunday. If you saw my Instagram story, you know that that didn't happen. There was a bit of a booking mistake. So yes, all museums, even those tiny little museums that hardly anybody goes to, you have to book in advance. I think one of the big changes that is going to happen because of these rules, at least as long as they last, is that people are going to really have to go back to planning what they're going to do. I mean, so many of us are used to just walking around, going out, let's just find a place for dinner while we're out and not making a reservation, going out and saying, hey, I feel like going to a museum, let's just stop in. None of that is going to be possible anymore. All of these things that we usually do so spontaneously, even going to the gym, you might say, oh, I have, a, I have an hour, let me just go to the gym. That's no longer going to be possible. We're all going to have to be very deliberate about the things that we do. Katie might be happy about this because she always used to complain in the very beginning of the whole cell phone era that she didn't want to just, hey, I'll call you when I get there. She wanted people to actually make plans. So she might be happy about this turn of events. But for museums, yes, you have to book in advance. And that's where it can kind of get a little bit complicated because the websites are not all of them sort of up to speed on this, as I discovered myself. So it can be kind of complicated. All museums are going to be checking your temperature when you arrive. Now, some of the bigger, fancier museums like the Vatican Museums are installing automatic temperature takers, I don't know, (laughs) automatic thermometers, so that you don't have to actually have someone hold a thermometer gun to your head. It'll just, as you walk in the door, automatically take your temperature. Smaller museums, I doubt, are going to be able to become equipped in such a way. So you'll probably have to have a little thermometer gun pointed at you when you walk into Rome's smaller museums. Something interesting going on in Florence that I haven't seen announced here in Rome is that they give you little sensors to wear, something that sort of like hangs around your neck, and it will beep if you get too close to another person. They're not going to use this as an excuse to kick you out. It is just so that you can be aware and the other people can be aware, so you can monitor yourself. Also, just a few of the main, the biggest attractions in Rome, if you're interested in when they're opening, the Vatican Museums are opening June 1st, and they are no longer charging the four euro reservation fee. So usually it is 17 euros for an adult ticket plus four euros reservation fee. Since you must reserve, they've decided to eliminate for now the reservation fee. So it's only 17 euros. Also, the Vatican Museums has much longer hours, and I assume that they're doing this to try to spread out the number of people because the borders will be opening up very soon. And although there are no tourists in Rome at the moment, unless they're tourists from just right outside of Rome, there will be soon. And so It's definitely not going to be like it was, at least not for a long time, but there will be people. I mean, the Vatican is a very popular place and people are going to go. So in order to keep the distancing possible, because if you've ever been to the Vatican museums or if you've ever heard me talk about it, you know that not only can you not keep a meter's distance from people, you can't get through there without touching I mean, I want to say hundreds of people, at least dozens of people. You're going to be rubbing shoulders. You're going to be physically coming into contact with, I would guess, hundreds of people, if not thousands on really busy days. So clearly they're going to have to highly control the number of people who come in. It's going to be a fraction of the people who usually come in, which is, I think, a very good thing. You're going to have to book really, really, really far in advance 
once they do open up the borders and we have international tourists here again. But in the meantime, the hours are going to be 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday and Friday and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. This will hopefully give people more time to come in over the course of the day. The Borghese Gallery, as I mentioned, is already open. They usually have, they already have in place hourly maximum number of people who come in, who can come in. So I believe it's something like 360 people can come in every two hours. They have cut that back to 80 people. That's one of the reasons also that I had problems uh, with my reservations last weekend. So that place is going to be a lot less crowded as well, even when the tourists come back. The Coliseum is reopening on May 28th. And there is, as far as I can find yet, no information on how to book tickets because I was trying to book tickets and was not successful going through the usual Coliseum website, which is coopculture.it. So I will update you when I find out, when I discover how to book tickets for the Coliseum. And that, of course, includes the forum. This is another place that they're going to have a really hard time with because it's another place that gets incredibly busy. Now, the big Raphael exhibit that we talked about on this podcast a couple of times that actually did open. It opened the very first few days of March and then closed about three days later. It is reopening on June 2nd and tickets will be available from May 29th. If you already have tickets that you were not able to use because they closed, you already are able to switch those over for new tickets. So if you have unused Raphael exhibit tickets, you can go online to the, the Scuderia del Quirinale website and they will convert that for you. That's going to be open until August. So that's all I know about the major museums. A lot of museums, as I said, have already opened, but those are the real big main attractions. Now, as far as hairdressers, barbers, and estheticians, this is also pretty strict. You have to not only wear masks, you have to wear gloves. The workers actually are wearing something even more protective. They're wearing sort of the plastic hazmat face mask, covers the entire face. And only one client, from what I read, can be seen at a time. Now, I don't know if that means one client per worker or one client in the entire hair salon. I feel like there is space for more than one client. So I'm assuming it's one client per worker at a time. So you won't have a hairdresser going between three and four different clients as they usually do. My husband just went to the barber recently. I'm quite sad about this because I loved his long hair. It reminded me of when we first met and he had sort of like the long 70s hair, not a mullet, Okay, not that, just a little bit longer hair, but he's cut his hair again. What I was going to say was, he informed me that at least in the region of Lazio, where Rome is, you have to leave your name and it will be on their register for one month. And if anyone who went into that shop, that salon, comes down with COVID, who was there at the same time you were there, you are going to have to be informed and possibly quarantine yourself. So that is kind of scary. And it makes me not want to go to the, uh, the hairdresser, even though my roots are getting ridiculous. Now, as far as restaurants, as I mentioned in Monday's episode, from what we experienced last week, they were not being very strict. But I think that probably people are going to get a little more strict going forward. What I read was inside... Clients must be four meters from each other, obviously accepting people who arrive together. 
that's about 13 feet apart. Tables have to be two meters apart from each other. That's about six feet. And there is a possibility of having plexiglass partitions. If I go into a restaurant that has plexiglass partitions, I think I'm just going to leave. Um, not because I think that people shouldn't be careful. They should definitely do what they need to do. I just don't want to be sitting in a restaurant and have a plexiglass partition between me and the next person. I just can't imagine that being a convivial experience. Reservations are essential. There's no rocking up to your favorite restaurant and trying to see if you can get in anymore, which might be a good thing, especially because there are some really amazing pizzerias in Rome that don't allow reservations they didn't used to and you had to kind of line up sometimes for hours to get in so that might be a positive you have to wear masks everyone who works there has to wear masks and everyone who arrives has to wear masks but i assume that you can take it off at least partially while you're eating because otherwise well how would you eat sitting outside i think that you can get away without wearing masks but again you do have to keep that distance that i mentioned earlier as far as shopping Shops are pretty much all open now, but if they're smaller than 25 square meters or 270 square feet, only one client can enter at a time. And they also have set up where you have to have a separate entrance from the exit. So stores that have two different doorways are required to have one doorway be an entrance and the other door would be an exit. This is to keep people from passing each other as they walk in and out. This is true for restaurants and bars as well. Some shops and some restaurants are going to be so tiny that they just only have one door. In that case, it's going to be up to the owners or the people who work there to make sure nobody passes each other as they walk in and out. And again, you must wear a mask when you go into a shop. Gloves are only required if you're trying on clothing. But gloves are required in supermarkets. And there's going to be a requirement, or there is already a requirement that all shops and obviously estheticians and hairdressers and such be sanitized and all of the equipment in the latter be sanitized daily. I hope this wasn't too much of a boring rundown, but I thought it was good to just sort of get the basic info out there. So I hope that this has been helpful. And if you don't live in Italy, I hope that this will give you at least an idea of what might be in your future as your own phase two is approaching. Thanks for listening and join us again. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review and tell all of your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com or find us using the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net.